Footy Panel shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original Stubby Holder Dispenser. Hamperwell, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. everyone and welcome along to the Mulgrave Country Club. Welcome along to That's Good For Footy. Welcome along to St Kilda Night. Yeah. Great to have you all here. Um, as I said, this is the That's Good For Footy panel show, the family friendly live and interactive footy panel show. Uh, this is where the fans meet the players and the players meet the fans. The show is for the passionate supporter. The show allows you to see the players be themselves. I'm ready. Let's go. St Kilda show, August 30th, 2023. Please welcome to the show. He's our first panellist. He was born on the 14th of January in 1994. He's played a total of 159 games. He's kicked 56 goals. He made his AFL debut in 2013. When he plays for the St Kilda Football Club, he wears a number five on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Brad Crouch. When the Saints go marching in, when the Saints go marching in, oh how I want to be with St Saints go marching in. There you go. How nice is that? Brave Crouch, everyone. Would you like to uh, say hello in your own formidable way? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's good to be here and good to see so many Saints supporters. I'm sure everyone's excited. Um, with next weekend, so um, very exciting time for us at the moment. Absolutely, isn't it? Let's get our second panellist out here because we know how excited he can be. He is our second panellist. He was born on the 3rd of June in 1996. He's played a total of 128 games and he has kicked 152 goals. When he plays for the St Kilda Football Club, he wears the number 16 on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Dan Butler. When the Saints were marching in Saints go marching in. Oh, how I want to be in St Kilda. And the Saints go marching in. Beautiful. There you go. You know, he's a sneaky little forward, right? Because everybody had their cameras ready for him to come down that side of the room. And he goes, ah, I know what I'm doing. I'm going around that way. Uh, that was good. I like that. Very, very mm, tricky. Um, Boys, nice to see you both. How was your day today? What did you both get up to? Uh, we actually had the day off today. So, yep. um, Which entailed? Oh, for me, I was, I was pretty quiet today. I did a little bit of, went to the Brighton Bars this okay. morning, which um, me and Dan are both a member, member at. So yep. we go down there, get in the water. and um, No, I was actually actually pretty quiet, rested up, and we got main training tomorrow. So, nice. Okay. Um, that was good. Yep. And what did you get up to today, Dan? Uh, yeah, pretty quiet as well. I <clears throat> lost my mouth guard on the weekend, unfortunately, so I had to go f get fitted for a new one. Ah, um, okay. But, yeah, and then played golf. Um, yep. So well, that was it. Where'd yeah. you do that and how'd you go? I uh, went, played at Yarra Yarra. Me, Ro, Ro Marshall and uh, Windhager all played and Rowan um, had a day, shot three over today. So. No way. 
Yeah, he's um, pulled one out of his ass a bit, but wow. that's good. Hopefully that rubs off and it uh, has that continuation of good luck. Maybe he's rubbing the Buddha belly and he heads off to Crown tonight. I oh, know. We, we might have to rub his head all before the game next week and uh, <laughs> hope we get some of his luck. <laughs> There'll be a bit of rubbing going on. I like it. All right. Let's get stuck in, boys. We want to do it in our first little segment. It's called Past, Present, Future, OK? Uh, the Saints have finished the 2023 home and away season sixth on the ladder with 13 wins and 10 losses. Good. Absolutely. Uh, with a percentage of 107.8. Compare this to last year, you finished 10th with 11 wins and 11 losses and a percentage of 99.3. You've moved up four spots and you are in the eight all year. How much growth and development have you seen in the playing group, both of you? Um, yeah, it's a good question. It's, you know, I guess last year was pretty disappointing for us. We felt we you know, were in a lot of games and lost a lot of close ones, I think. This year we've sort of won some of them closer games at different times and um, the way we've played obviously changed with a new coach um, as well. So um, we feel that we're hitting form at the right time of the year and, um, you know, the season's been really up and down for a lot of teams. There hasn't really been a team that's played well throughout the whole season. So um, we're happy with our form going into the finals and um, although we lost that game on the weekend up in Brisbane, we feel that our best footy is hopefully ahead of us. Yeah. Good. And as Ross said, that was that's not real footy. Real footy starts very shortly. Um, Dan, y- your thought process, you've come from Richmond, you won a flag 2017 um, with a, a senior side, 2019 VFL side. Um, circumstance for you, you've come across to Richmond. What have you seen um, as a de- developmental growth um, in the playing group at the St Kilda Football Club? Yeah, good question. I think um, especially this year when you know Ross has come in and obviously there was... Um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a weird feeling last year with, with Rats leaving, and um, but you know Ross has come in with a new team, and um, you know bringing Lenny and um, Harves and Goddard along, and the amount of um, you know education and meetings and, and stuff we've had about our um, game plan over the summer and all year is probably more than I've ever been involved in, and yeah, um, yeah with every meeting we've got notepads and we are we're always on our toes because Ross can always throw questions at us and you've got to be on your game. So it's definitely helped us this year. Uh, I feel like we've all the younger players and older players have got a lot better understanding of the game, um, the game plan and and how we want to play. So um, obviously been a a good year so far, but still plenty to go. For sure. Can I ask you this? um, Both of you answer this question. Um, Cardiovascular work, you were running team. How much emphasis was there on that in the pre-season? Oh, yeah, we did a lot of running. Probably the most running I've done in a fair while, I reckon, until mm. when, oh, back probably when I was first or second year, I reckon, when I was okay. trying to get fit and lose my puppy fat. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think I think it's great. You know, we had probably a pre-season a couple of years ago where we didn't do too much and that cost us early in the season. So we came in super fit. I'm sure you'd see that we're, we're running games out really well and particularly early in the season we're running sides off their legs. So... Mm. Um, we feel that's a we feel that's a pretty big um, improvement for us com- compared to some of the other teams, and um, hopefully it holds us in good stead in the final series. Yeah, I would say so. Saints have played more of a defensive brand of football this year under Ross, and in show uh, and it shows in your points against ranking. You're ranked number one uh, in the league. The Saints are a much harder team to score against. Your back six has been great um, this year, led by All-Australian Cal Wilkie, the Great Wall of Wilkie, as most people would allude to. Uh, Wanganeen Millerer, uh, um, Stocker, Windhager, Battle and Webster, along with another All-Australian in Jack Sinclair. That's a pretty good back six, and you've got a lot of defensive work. 
a lot of defensive work, but a lot of run off, off half back. Um, Jack's brought a lot to the table in, in that respect. Tell us a little bit about that process, uh, defensive work being more of, we, we know, and I'll go into it shortly, about defensive structure winning games. Tell us more about um, what the thought process when Ross came into the club and said, this is, this is the direction I want to go in. Yeah, it's probably something we've uh, lacked the last few years is a really solid defensive structure and everyone knew kind of Ross was a bit more defensive-minded and, um, yeah, he's come in with really good ideas and um, how the, the back seven like to set up, which has really helped us. So um, another thing that's helped us is they've kind of been pretty fit all year. Um, yeah. Apart from Dougal going out of the team, they've had pretty much the same six or seven all year, yeah. um, which kind of helps um, getting games into the young players like Windhager and... Um, Nazai has been unreal as well. So for them to learn off Sinclair, who's probably the best halfback in the comp, um, it's awesome for us and we love yeah, what they're bringing. And cohesion as well, Dan. I mean, you came from a side in 2017, Alex Rance, Dylan Grimes. You had a really strong back line, a really good defence at the Richmond Football Club. Obviously went on to win the flag in that year. Um, that's the sort of structure that you're talking about, having co- good cohesion with the boys that you've got in, in your back line there. I also wanted to acknowledge a man who I think has been brilliant this year and thoroughly deserves his first call-up in Rowan Marshall. Yeah. yeah. He's played all 23 games and averaged 20, to 20 uh, disposals per game. He's had a fabulous season and it's seriously one of the nicest blokes in footy. What's your thoughts on his season and what's he done to make you better? Um, yeah, obviously playing with him every week in the midfield, he's, um, he's been great for me. He's um, developed a lot over the past few years and I think you know with Paddy um, retiring last year, it's obviously a big workload for Rowan being yeah. the number one ruck and going in with one ruck every week. Um, but he's, he's up to that. He's super fit for a ruckman. He runs probably better than... Oh, there's not many that can run with him, really, in the yeah. NFL, to be honest. And, Maxi Gorn, um, I think, is you know a good comparison. Yeah. But he's just got such stamina. Stud, yeah, and he, and he just go, gets to contests and mm. um, plays to his strengths really well. So, um, yeah, it's great to see that he's in the All-Australian squad and mm. um, hopefully he's a chance tonight. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe uh, I do know, but I don't, I don't think he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, uh, we had a little bit of a, I hope you don't mind, but that little chat that we had out the back about another All-Australian, he had a little bit of a side bet with you. Are we allowed to discuss that and talk about that in an open forum? I yeah, so. yeah, I'm assuming the t- team would have come out by now, so I think Wilk's probably going to make the team, I think. Um, so, yeah, I had a, I had a bet with him um, had a bet with him about four or five weeks ago that if he makes the All Australian team, he um, has to buy himself a new car. Um, he's, driving, he's driving a 2009 Kluger that's done 250,000 k's. Um, I said, mate, an All Australian can't, can't be getting around in that anymore. So um, green, green jacket will clash with it. No, exactly. So he's gonna gonna have to stay to his word. So yep. we're gonna keep him accountable to that. That's beautiful. I love it. I reckon that's wonderful. Um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on on Rowan Marshall. Um, I've got you boys here because I want to talk about you, but but I also want to allude to the fact that, um, as I just said, his stamina is amazing and he is at every contest. Um, he's now able to go down and fill, be a fill-in role as well um, in your back line as well as your forward line. He's so versatile. Uh, your thoughts on it, on his season? Yeah, that's, that's probably the thing. He's, he's so versatile that you kind of want him playing everywhere. You yeah. want him in the ruck, you want him forward because when he comes forward, he's just got such good um, hands. He... Probably needs to work on his goal kicking a little bit. But, um, yeah, we love having him forward because it gives Maxi a bit of a chop out and he's so dangerous in the air. Um, but, yeah, obviously I was lucky enough to play uh, under-18s with Rowan and, and kind of seeing his journey. He was 
um, about 40 kilos lighter than he, he is now. Um, he was a little beanpole and to see his, you know, work over the last few years and, um, yeah, it's incredible. And it is. He works hard for it, so he deserves everything he gets. Absolutely. Um, it looked like by having Paddy Ryder in, in the side at the, at the time, I mean, he was such a, a versatile unit that they were able to probably learn a lot of each other and play off each other's strengths. And I think it was probably good for Rowan to have him as a tutelage, um, take him on a, on a mentorship, if you will, um, because he's a better person for it. He's come out, he's had a fabulous year. I wish him all the best of luck, um, not just for tonight, but also moving into the finals. The buy-in from the playing group surrounding the game plan and the systems is evident. There seems to be more cohesion with everyone playing their role. What's your take on that? Um, yeah, Ross really preached that from the start to us. Um, you know, we sort of think, you know, we're only as good as our weakest link. Um, and we talk about that a fair bit. And, you know, the games this year, we, we've won and played well in. It's way to numbers effort. And, um, you know, we think we're a team that can bring that most weeks. And we're still working on a consistency with that. But, um, you know, it hasn't been a smooth sailing whole, whole year for us. But um, we think it's really going the right way. And... I think, like Butts touched on before, some of the meetings and, and our game education stuff is, is first class and, you know, we're, we're fully bought in and we're all in for Ross and, um, no, he's been awesome for us. Yeah. That buy-in, we speak of it, um, I know, again, I'm, I'm not referring back to Richmond, <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing it, but I'm just saying because you came from that that culture, there was a lot of buy-in there with what Dimmer was up to and what he wanted the playing group to, to obviously do. There was notes that was written and handed off to everybody, um, a, a lot of buy-in from everybody in, in the group. You feel the same way about what you're going through and experiencing now at St Kilda? Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's probably just about that, you know, role clarity and, and pl players, um, you know, not necessarily getting a lot of the ball but opening up space for other people and getting rewarded for that. So, yeah, you look at some of our, um, you know, half forwards, uh, wingers, half backs that run a lot to create space for the mids and, and others to get it. Um, probably don't get rewarded as much on the stat sheet but it kind of gets brought up in meetings and stuff like that. So... Ross really appreciates, um, you know, that kind of little stuff and, um, yeah, that's why people get games. Yeah, brilliant. Tell me your thoughts on this and is it accurate? The brand of football St Kilda are displaying at the moment is something you can rely on. You're competitive, you take it up to the opposition, you're tough at the ball and the contest, you tackle in numbers, you have super quick ball movement and you're a team of runners uh, built off defensive pressure. Is this the blueprint for what was laid out in the pre-season? Um, yeah, yeah, it was and I think... You know, hopefully our supporters see that and um, can feel it when we bring it to Let's life. Let's ask them. Do you see that? Do you feel it? <laughs> I love to get their opinion yeah. because I think it's it's really... Everything I, I said there is spot on. Yeah, and it just like, you know, a lot of the time you finish games and people say, gee, your pressure was unbelievable, you blokes. Mm. And that, that's how we want to play. We want to play and bring that. And, um, you know, not all games are going to be like that. They get played in different ways and you come up against different sides that do things differently to you. You know, they might kick the ball around on us and try not to make it that sort of game. So, um, you know, we're working on all that sort of stuff that if it's not that game that's going to be played like that, how can we win another way? So, and I think that's all part of developing a really good team and um, a really good squad. Yeah. You want to reiterate anything further than that? No, it's pretty... Pretty much Accurate. spot on. Yeah, yeah. yeah say no more. I get it. Um, we know footy is one from centre clearances and defensive pressure, especially with the way the game is being played nowadays. 
It's all about intercept marking and turnover. Put pressure on the ball carrier, apply tackling pressure, get it in from D50 to offensive 50 and not allow your opponent to score. Sounds pretty good when you, when you just read it on paper, doesn't it? <laughs> um, this is something that the Saints have been good at all year. The average score for your opponents has been 75 points. That's pretty bloody good. Yes, that's, um, yeah, that's right up there. It's elite pressure, um, what, what you're able to bring to the table. Looking at the home and away season, in retrospect, how pleasing is it to acknowledge that as a playing group, you have remained focused on the directives from the coaching staff, bearing in mind that you have battled through injuries of key personnel, but you're now playing finals. Yeah, it's obviously really exciting. Um, I think, yeah, Ross, Ross has come in and he's brought this game plan that not only he wants delivered in the home and away season, but something that will stand up in finals as well. So it's kind of off the back of our contest and our pressure and... Um, yeah, it's obviously been a bit of an up and down year. We had a, a bit of a lull, um, you know, probably six to eight weeks ago for, you know, a month. And it, it was actually, you know, probably pretty good for us because we learned a lot about ourselves and um, those kind of losses and those kind of patches set you up for, um, you know, what, what, what you can learn and, and going into finals. So potentially if we play well through there, we just get found out later in the year and it's yeah. kind of a bit too late um, to make up for it. So. Yeah. It kind of feels like things have happened in the right place and, um, yeah, we're starting to hit some good form now. Cohesion, gelling, just that whole conformity. Everybody's on the same page. Everyone's reading from the same hymn book. You can see it. It it looks fabulous. It's great. That's why St Kilda are in the position they are and let's hope you can continue to go forward. Max was rested last week. The week off, he'll come back fresh. Same will probably uh, go for Caminiti, Howard and Ross. That's your forward line bolstered, your back line boosted and your midfield strengthened. (laughs) Um, it's looking good if all if it all plays out that way. Um, can you give us any insight? Um, I know that, yes, we can say Max King will be coming back in. What about Caminiti, um, Howard and Ross? Uh, yeah, Max will definitely play, assuming he gets through training. Um, I think Ross is definitely a chance to play. Okay, um, obviously, hamstrings are, mm. you know, a bit edgy. Um, but, you know, he's, I think he's got to get through a few more sessions and he'll, he'll put his hand up to play. Uh, I believe Dougal will be fit to play. Okay. And I believe Cameron will be fit to play as well. So Whoa, it could wow. be um yeah, it could be a selection. Excellent. Selection. Mate, that's brilliant. Uh, let's talk about your next game. It's a big one, all right. Uh, second elimination final. You'll be facing the GWS Giants, who finished the season just below you in seventh. It is on Saturday afternoon, September the 9th at the MCG. Giants have had a season similar to the Saints. Win loss wise is what I'm talking about there. Percentage wise, you're beating them by 0.7%. Last time you met back in round 10, you beat them by 12 points. Your thoughts on how you think this one's going to go? Yeah, I think it's uh, you know it's a finals game, so I think it'll be a close game. Um, they always are, and um, you know they've been in great form the last you know six to eight weeks. And um, yeah, it's uh, going to be exciting for us. We feel like we've got a you know brand, as I said before, that stands up in finals and. Um, you know, bar the Brisbane game, our last two weeks, um, last two to three weeks have been really solid. So can't wait for it. Um, yeah, the boys are pretty excited to be at the G and, and get some finals experience there. Um, no better place than 3.20 on the Saturday afternoon. So, oh, yeah. Um, I'm getting goosebumps now. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can uh, get a big crowd and um, I don't think they have too many supporters, so we'll mm. have to fill it up with red, white and black. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, which you just alluded to the fact, you obviously play Marvel really well and you had quite a few um, games there this year. MCG, how, how do you boys like playing there? It is the home of football, yes, I get all that, but how do you like playing there? Yeah, love it. I think it's great. Um, you know, we play, obviously play pretty well at Marvel, but I think everyone wants to play at the MCG. We've got to get used to it 
yeah. hopefully if we're going to play in the grand final there. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Good. Um, well, all I wanted to say is uh, all the best to both of you. Stay fit, stay healthy, and more importantly, stay injury-free. Um, good luck, and everyone in the room, go Saints. <laughs> all right, I want to get to know the boys a little bit better because uh, they want to get to know you. That's what they said out the back anyway, so we'll see how we go with this. Uh, it's called Getting to Know You. Let's find out a little bit more about the boys. As a footballer, what's the one thing you want to be remembered as and for? Oh, gee, I'd just like to be remembered as reliable. Yep. Um, and I guess for trying best and getting the most out of myself. Good. Nice answer. Um, yeah, I just think a good teammate who worked hard for, for others. Yep. All right, good. Is there one memory that has been your favourite football moment? I'll probably play my first game as, yeah, I guess, because, you know, growing up you always want to play AFL footy and um, just being able to, you know, finally get that first game and um, have your family and friends. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, um, sorry, mate, probably the grand final in 2017. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no need probably, to apologise. Well, no, well, yeah. I, I played for Adelaide, so it wasn't a good day for me. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps coming up, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? They're kicking each other the other end of the desk. You, you should see this. Uh, no, that's funny. I like that. Not bad. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. All right. Uh, aside from your career, who else's career have you admired from afar, past or present? Oh, that's a good question. My, probably my best mate over in Adelaide, Tex Walker. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's been great to watch his um, resurrection, really, over sure. the last four or five years. It's been, yep. um, been pretty amazing. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, growing up, I was a Collingwood supporter, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, early on, uh, Alan Didak was my favourite player. And then um, kind of when he moved on, uh, Pendlebury was mine. So, yeah, good. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool playing against him, like growing up idolising him and then, you know, you're playing against him. So, yeah, he's someone I always looked up to. Yeah, well said. All right. When you think about past greats of the club, we talk about the St Kilda Football Club, who's the first person that springs to mind for you? Uh, Nick Rewalt. All right. Yeah, probably Stevie Milne. Yeah, well. Tip right, all right. Yeah, nice. Good, good. You have an open training session. Every man, woman and child are calling your name, asking for selfies or an autograph. Is that still something that you can't get your head around? Um, oh, not really. I think it's all, it's all good. Yep. Um, you know, we love interacting with supporters yep. and, and kids and stuff like that. Um, you know, it can get a bit overawing at different stages yeah. and when you're not feeling as good after losing games and stuff like that, but it's all, it's all fun. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, we would have been the same growing up, going, seeing, you, um, you know, AFL players, trying yeah. to get a photo and stuff with them. So, yeah. we, you know, we understand, you know, you can put a, a smile on kids' faces and stuff like that. So it's um, definitely, you know, a great part of the job and worthwhile. Excellent. Love it. Very nice answer. After a game, what's worse, picking up a dropped iPhone on the boundary line or when you see a sign in the crowd with someone asking for your boots? Oh, I can't split them. They're both bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I reckon I picked one phone up at the start and then haven't done it since and <laughs> I've only got one good pair of boots so um, <laughs> I'm not giving them away. <laughs> Very nice, boys. At what age were you when you first got your first football? Oh, I would have been two or three, I reckon. Yeah, yeah I grew up with okay. a foot in the hand and, um, yeah, I've always loved it since I was a young fella. Excellent. Yeah, I was similar, yep. Yeah, good, all right. Um, what has been your... Um, oh, no, let's go with this. Who has been your best mate at the club since arriving? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm very close with Butts, obviously, yeah. being a Ballarat boy. And, yeah. um, no, I'm very close with... We've probably got a friendship group of three or four of us, so Steely, Wilkes, um, Dougal Howard, 
Um, we sort of hang around a fair bit Good. With, the, with the girls as well. So, yeah. um, no, they've been great. Very nice. Yeah, I think those, um, you know, us five, pretty close. Uh, Rowan Marshall as well. Um, but I think the good thing is that, um, you know, we're at such a good age around the club that everyone gets along really well. And um, we just got a message before from one of the young lads, James Van Ness. Uh, someone else has gone to his house and tipped baked beans all over his car. So <laughs> he was a bit flat with that. So there's, um, there's a coward out there somewhere we're trying to find. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> No, not, no, 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 not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one common denominator in there, country attitude. Um, you've all got that, you know, Ballarat, we talk about Warrnambool, you know, Portland. All the boys have got that, that farm boy attitude, if you, if you, if you will. Um, so describe for us what you were thinking turning up uh, to the club for the first day. Who was the first person or, or player that made you feel welcome? Oh, I guess it's a bit different for me and Butts as we both got traded from other teams. Mm. Um, but I think probably the first person would be our welfare manager, Tony Brown, who okay. played played a lot of footy for the club. And um, he's, he's amazing. He's a great, great welfare good. manager and um, the boys absolutely adore him. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like that. Excellent. Yeah, I think similar, like getting traded. It's, um, it was very nervous, mm. nervous time and you don't really know uh, how the transition's going to be. But... Um, yeah, it couldn't have been easier, to be honest. Everyone from wow. the club was was so great and, um, you know, you were made to fit in pretty seamlessly. So, um, yeah, it's a great club and, and a lot of great people around. That's brilliant. Excellent. Um, who did you grow up... Well, we know this now. Who did you grow up supporting and who was your favourite footballer when you were growing up? Uh, Collingwood, Alan Didak or Scott Pendlebury? Yeah, I was Kangaroos and um, okay. Wayne Carey was my favourite player. Yeah, yeah, all right, there you go. Okay. What was, the, yeah. <laughs> what was the feeling like when you first got caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror in your full AFL kit? And it doesn't matter whether it was Richmond or it doesn't matter whether it was Adelaide, but maybe be for the purpose of this question, let's go with St Kilda. What was it like when you first caught a glimpse of yourself and you go, oh, I'm in there. I'm going out to play oh, for the boys. The first time I did it at Adelaide, I was only 17 years old and I thought, how the hell am I going to go out there and play against these wow. men? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was pretty skinny and... Um, yeah, wasn't wasn't confident enough then at that stage. Okay. But yeah. um, no, nah, St Kilda. I, you know, I, probably when I first come across to St Kilda and got the trade over here, you know, I guess there, there has always been a connection between Ballarat and St Kilda, which sort of stuck with me a little bit as well. So um, it meant a bit for me to come over and um, get the chance to play from. Good on you, mate. Yeah, I think similar. I think um, you know, for me, oh, actually, not very similar. My first game for Saints was in front of um, no crowd, so. Of course, yeah, yes. Against yeah. the Kangaroos. Um, yeah. I think we lost. Rowan missed the goal to, to win yeah. it for us. and Yeah, so um, yeah, it was disappointing. But, um, yeah, so we played. Eddie had lost by eight or nine points and, um, yeah, bizarre feel. And then we yeah. went, in, went into COVID. So it's um, can't believe it. Strange times. Three years ago, three yeah. and a half years ago now. It's gone yeah. quick. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, hopefully it never happens again. There you go. Um, what was the feeling like when you first... Oh, no, no, actually, I'll go this way. I want to do this one. Since your time at the club, who has impressed you the most with their professionalism, their work ethic and their work rate? Oh, I really like Mitch Owens. He's a, okay. he's a great kid and, yeah. um, you know, his professionalism, his work ethic, you just have to watch him play. He's uh, very brave and, um, you know, it's great that we've got him because, um, you know, he's so young and he's going to hopefully play for another... 12 or 13 years for us. How good's that? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely a standout. Um, yeah, Windhugger as well. He's um 
yeah, he's pretty impressive. Um, the amount of stuff he does for um, you know himself, the time he puts into his body and um, his training habits are, are pretty solid. And I think the last few years, you know, coming over from from Richmond, you hear about um, you know Max King and what he's going to be like. But when I first saw him, I was like, wow, he's um, yeah, he's a serious player. And obviously, everyone's seen seen what he can do. But um, he's had a bit of tough run with injury. But I think when he Gets a full season together, he's going to be uh, pretty scary. How good is that? Nice. Okay. What is your mindset when you're going out to play? What's your individual focus and what do you say to yourself to get into the zone? Uh, yeah, we, we do a fair bit of work in that sort of space. We have mindset stuff and we do a lot of, um, you know, preparation. Um, I, I think it can change obviously week to week depending on what your role is and um, who you're playing against. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the boys have stuff written on their hands or... Oh, I've never really done that, but mm. for me, it's virtually stay stay calm and yeah. back myself in and play to my strengths. Good, like it. Yeah, mine's yeah pretty much just focus around my pressure in, in the forward half and um, just try to run and, and chase and tackle people and um, yeah, just kind of enjoy it as well. I think um, yeah, this year has been pretty exciting and you know obviously really refreshing with new coaches. So just trying to enjoy every bit of it and. Um, yeah, just have fun out there. Is there a, a lot of that message that goes around at the club? Like, just enjoy it. It's just football. Let's not get too serious about it. You only get maybe get one chance at like being at the level. Go out there and have as much fun with it as you, as you can. Is that? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, we um, you know, feels like at the club we at the moment we've got a great environment. It's definitely been the best year I've had in a long time in terms of fun and um. I know it helps when you win games of footy and playing sure. in finals and stuff like that as well. But um, we're very lucky with the and supported by the you know amazing coaches that we've got yeah. at the moment. And um, yeah, so I think for all of us, it's just to really enjoy what we've got. And um, our playing groups are a great bunch of blokes as well that get yeah. along well, so it makes it easier. Good, Dan. Do you want to follow on from that? No, I, I, I think yeah, you summed it up pretty well. But um, you know, all the all the older coaches, um, you know, chat about how it's you know the best day of. Best days of your life, um, your playing days. So, yeah, I think you got to have a bit of perspective on life. Obviously, as you, as you get older, um, you know, probably in our first few years, you think footy's everything, and um, you see that a lot with young players now. But I think as you get older, you, you, you get a better perspective on it. So, probably helps your footy as well. I think um, okay. you know, you just relax a bit more, and um, yeah, it probably helps playing better footy. This is a, probably a, a very similar question, but it's just a, a tad different. Do you get nervous on the big stage or you, do you just believe in your abilities to get you across the line? Well, you still get nervous, yeah. yeah. Still definitely get nervous and um, have doubts at different times. Um, you know, you can form, can go up and down. Yep. Um, but I think, you know, we speak a lot about just sticking to what we know and what you can control processes, and all that yep. sort of stuff yep. and your processes and that. But, um, no, you definitely do get nervous. Yeah. And, um, worry about what the repercussions are after if you lose or whatever. And that little man gets on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. What about you though, Dan? Yeah, um, similar. I think, you know, we're very well supported at the club. We got um, so many people in the right places to help us out. We got, um, you know, a sports psych. We got a welfare manager. Uh, we got a leadership kind of coach guy and um, just so many resources to talk to. And, um, you know, if, if players are getting anxiety or performance anxiety, they can speak to these types of people and, and get um, strategies to, yeah. you know, help them with that. So, um, yeah, I'm not too bad going into a game, feel reasonably calm. But, um, mm. yeah, we know if anyone, you know, needs help at the club, that there's people there for them to talk to. That's great. Uh, describe for us in one word the one word that you think best describes each other's attitude towards football. 
Oh, um, geez, that's a tough one. Maybe Butts, you go first. <laughs> Handball, yeah. Um, uh, maybe Brad's is probably laid back. Okay, all right, yep, good. Um, Butts is very professional. Professional, yeah. okay, laid back and professional. Yeah. I like it. I hope you guys too as well. Looked um, after each other there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Describe, <laughs> describe for us your take on each other's sense of humour. Dry, witty, quick or straight to the keeper? Oh, straight to the keeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brad's is dry. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I saw that just, yeah, that just <laughs> happened just then. All right. What is the one headline you'd like to wake up and read about yourself? Brad Crouch wins the lotto. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, 2023 premiers would be nice. All oh, right. Very yeah, good. Very nice. Brad and Dan tied Norm Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. Who's been your toughest opponent to match up on? Or oh, probably Patrick Dangerfield. Okay. Yep. Um, oh. I played on uh, Mark O'Connor from Geelong. Um, he, he locked down once and <laughs> wasn't great, but um, I think you find halfbacks that get a lot of the ball as well. So, yeah, um, yeah someone like, you know, Jaden Shaw, who he kicked two outside of 50 yeah. on me, which wasn't great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He yeah. doesn't mind that in his little trick bag, does yeah, he? Yeah, there's just so many weapons from other teams. Mm. Um, Bailey Dale from Bulldogs, um, these types that yeah. can really hurt you the other way. So For sure. they keep you accountable. Yeah, good, mate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is there one particular smell or aroma that you can't resist or walk past? Fish and chips, KFC, the smell of baked bread, something like that? Maybe... Oh, I love Maccas. The smell yeah. of Maccas, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Good. We'll have to um, edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not too sure. Yeah, no, it's an odd question. I haven't had that one before. Yeah? No, okay. I don't know. Sometimes it's just a particular smell that you go, oh, man. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know why, but I like the smell of smoke. But <laughs> okay. You yeah. mean like... Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, like I don't a bush like fire smokers, kind of but I like the smell, yeah. Oh, oh cigarette smoke? Yeah, cigarette smoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That is different. Wow. All yeah, it's right. a bit weird. I don't know. It's always been like that. Yeah, we had one player on. He said petrol. So, you know, you're probably <laughs> somewhere around there. Okay, good. Uh, let's mo let, we'll move right along from that one. Um, what has been the stupidest thing that you've ever been asked to sign? Oh, just skin occasionally. Skin, skin yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's forehead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get some odd yeah, forehead requests or... Yep. Um, yeah, that's about it, I think. Food? Yeah. That I can say in the room. Food? Yeah. Yeah, you should check out what Jaden Short shed. Yeah. Whoa wee. All right. Um, who is the AFL club that you like to beat the most? Oh, probably my old mob, Adelaide. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, probably Carlton. Carlton. All right. Yeah, with a few fans there. Don't look at each other. Look out into the room. On the count of three, tell us in unison, in your opinion, which club has the most feral supporters? One, two, three. Port Adelaide. Wow! <laughs> wow! I don't know whether... That's amazing. I, every player that I've just asked that question to this year has come up with Port Adelaide. That has been amazing. So either Port Adelaide or, you know, 
coming in the second favourite is Collingwood. Hey, put your hands together for the boys, please. Great.